Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Settle It On The Screen. I'm your host, Michael Sroka, along here with Nick Houslander and Glenn Updike. How are you doing, Glenn? I'm doing great. That's awesome. You're always doing great, aren't you? And uh, yes, we have some guests tonight with us. Uh, Doc Mack, I don't know if he's yet in the Skype, and we have Terry Burtlow. How are you guys doing? I know Terry's there. What up, T? How's it going? We're here to bring you the news about competitive video gaming, arcade, and console, classic console gamings. And if you haven't heard, if you haven't been on the internet, there is a new Donkey Kong world record. Yeah, I don't hear a crowd cheer or anything like that. I, hey, man. Yeah, so Glenn, you called it. It was going to happen. It, it didn't happen that weekend, but it's official. Hank Chen is no longer the Emperor of Kong. Damn it. Robbie Lakeman <laughs> got it with... One million one hundred forty-one thousand and some change, which is yeah. a great accomplishment. So congrats to Robbie. He worked really, really hard for it the past couple of months. And uh, he, um, we'll have him on the show two weeks from today. Correct. Let me yep. just make sure. Twenty. Yeah, come back on uh, Friday, September twenty-sixth, Glenn. Uh, we'll be talking with him exclusively for an hour and a half about his his world record run. So for more news on that, tune back in two weeks for sure. Um, you can watch the stream. Everybody can verify it from themselves, which is kind of the new way of doing everything. So if you don't think it's a world record, you can go check it out for yourself. From what I've seen, though, it's legit. The community behind it. All agrees that it's legit. So, on an arcade machine, no mame. It's the actual real deal. So, it's been two years, I think, since Hank Chen got the other world record. So, it's been quite a bit of time now. I mean, I'm gonna here we go again. Me being the Donkey Kong hater, but maybe now you know some get some of those talented players to play some other games. Yeah, no, actually, a couple more people are still gunning for it. Terry, what's your Donkey Kong high score? Um, sixteen thousand five hundred. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's better than mine, man. That's good. Uh, One thousand last. Night. And Glenn should actually, Glenn should actually remember that because that was at Grassroots Gaming Expo. Um, I can't remember who won that. Who who won? Do you remember who John won? John Hunter. John Hunter. Okay, I, I took Damn. third. Took second. And then I beat him that summer in Missouri. Yeah, I just remember it, we had we had a Donkey Kong tournament, and I got lucky somehow and ended up with sixteen five, and took third place. I was blown away. Nice, dude. I didn't compete in that one though. Yeah. No, oh, that's always your excuse. Yep. Yeah, of course. That's your excuse for not having a Donkey Kong world record. You don't have a machine. <laughs> yeah. If I if I could get a machine. Hey Glenn, if you had a machine, do you would you no. basically guarantee the record? No. No? Okay. Okay. No. Um <laughs> I would be happy just getting a kill screen. And getting no. like a higher score than Brian Allen. And I'd be happy. Alright, alright. Alright, you're just giving him My- more fuel. Always comes down to that, doesn't it? Yep. 
Um, well, we'll talk about that in two weeks, more Donkey Kong. But uh, we got some subjects we want to talk about last week, and we want to apologize. I mean, I guess we can't really apologize for the weather, but me and Nick didn't have power. Yeah, it was so. a, last, last Friday was a bummer to be around yeah. here. Yeah, it sucked. We couldn't. And Glenn, you did a great job of uh, playing some Life Force, some Konami games. I did get to view it from my cell phone, but we couldn't we couldn't join you for the show and we brought those subjects to this week's show um but we do have terry with us on the line and he's going to give us a little information about a uh an event going on galloping ghost okay if you're going to be basically if you're going to be in the chicagoland area um october 17th uh come on over to galloping ghost arcade uh we're actually doing a huge event there the man in stripes walter day will be there live and in person um, we're unveiling four. What's that? Dabo's going to be there. Dabo's going to be there. Sweet. Yeah, he is going to be there live and in person. Cool. Um, four new trading cards. Uh, if we had Doc on the line, I would let him talk a little more about that. I know one of the four is um, for the 2014 Galloping Ghost Gamer of the Year, um, which was just crowned, I believe, about a month ago, a month and a half. Um, basically it's, uh, we're going to have an award ceremony, just like any other event, but we've never done one at Galloping Ghost. This is the first time that's ever happened at Galloping Ghost. Um, I believe this is also the first time Walter has been at Galloping Ghost. So it's a pretty big deal. Um, for like Galloping Ghost. Yeah, it's like the Pope. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's going to be awesome. Um, $15. Uh, that $15 gets you into the event. And what's cool about that $15 as well, not only does that get you into the event, all of the games are on free play. So you can play all oh. the games you want. The way you said it was like, <laughs> you get to take home an arcade game. <laughs> <laughs> You brought so much excitement to this. I was just like, what is it? What is it? Well, okay, okay. The reason why I sound excited is you got to remember, Galloping Ghost is the largest arcade in the continental United States right now. They have over 450 machines on the floor. Oh, I do wow. not get excited about that. They even have rare there titles that nobody else has. And I wish Doc was on here right now because... He would I definitely know. back up on this. Yeah, well, Glenn, maybe are you patching him in? I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah, we got to talk to him for a lot about of stuff. So that's pretty cool. So new, so four new trading cards. Um, I guess I, I kind of want to ask Doc who determines the how the uh, Galloping Ghost Player of the Year is determined. Um, yeah. But we'll, if he doesn't come in, we'll have you kind of talk about that a little bit later. Um, so, uh, which one did we decide on, Glenn? Godfather, oh, grandfathering well, scores. Godfather. Dad, God wants to know who else is going to be there. I'm going to be there, and he wants to know if there's a photographer lined up, and I don't think there is. Is there? For the event? Yeah. Um, I could get one. I can nominate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I nominate. I nominate Data God. He did such a wonderful job at the Iowa event. Yeah, he yeah he did. He really did. Yeah, um, that, that was an awesome event too. Um, I cannot wait um, for next year's event for that. Um, there's actually a small group of us right now on the committee. Um, we actually had our first meeting oh earlier. Oh, excuse me, last month. We're having another one at the end of this month. Well, we're in the early um, 
planning process of next year's icon event. I uh, hope everybody can make it. And for those who are joining us, the icon event is a, basically a, a video game trading card um, extravaganza that happens in Fairfield, Iowa. Um, so that's if you uh, look, check out the face. Just search us on uh, Facebook, and you'll find it. You can't you can't miss and miss it. And we'll put posts on the on our on our uh, Facebook page as well. So. Should we should we hop into it, Glenn? Sure. Let's get this debate rolling. And uh, for any of you those watching out there, um, we're gonna kind of talk about uh, the if if for those who you don't know, I mean, Twin Galaxies has been the uh, scoreboard for video games for over thirty years, and uh, it's kind of going through a transitional period. Oh, where, uh oh. Well, maybe maybe we won't. Maybe we'll hold on to that thought for a second. Hey, Doc. Go on, everybody. What's going on? Nice to see you. Yeah, sorry about the uh, delay. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's fine. We were just talking about the event coming up that's at your arcade. Yeah, everybody's really excited for it. So, Huge Mike, are you going to be going? Uh, What's that? It's a possibility. It's a very I'm going. Oh, it's all about cheap airfare from Detroit to Chicago, so we'll see. Which is possible. It is possible. It does it is happen. Possible. It, Anything's possible. It, yep. If I could get the so, day off, then I would drive, but it's going to be a iffy. Plus, I do want to go play 450 arcade games, so. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Pack and Pal by chance? What's that? Do you have Pack and Pal by chance? I we know do it's not. only and Not yet. Not yet. It's on not yet. It's everything's on the list to get now. It's... Okay. All right. Hmm. Uh, maybe I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fly to Japan and. Why do you want to play it so bad? Because I'm real good at it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> play it on the Emco Xbox and I play it on Mame. I mean, I'm not world. I'm not Mame world record holder capacity yet, but I'm about. 60% there, so oh, I sweet. love the game. It's like strategy and Pac-Man, so, I mean, and you have to think on your feet. But I bet that you, I could, you could still make a pattern if you wanted to. It's still a Pac-Man game, but right now I'm not to the pattern point. But um, Hey, Doc, my question before we were, I was going to ask, I was waiting for you, um, how is the uh, Galloping Ghost Gamer of the Year determined? Is it more of, like, events throughout the years, high scores? Um, we basically look at a bunch of stuff. Uh, the uh, scoring scoring is part of it, but we really look for people that are part of the community behind everything. Uh, and we have just such an amazing community here. The players help one another. Um, like while it's very competitive, uh, it's it's really about everybody helps each other to push the scores up. And there's no animosity when somebody else takes somebody's score, uh, and it happens almost on a daily basis. Um, so we look for like uh, players that are not only scoring well and attending events and uh, really just supporting arcades in general. Um, like we encourage our, our players that are regulars, we encourage them to go to other arcades and uh, travel to other uh, arcade events and stuff. So we there's a bunch of different things that we look at, and it's while scoring is an element, it's it's something much larger than that. 
Very cool. That's why I wanted to ask. Because I know people be like, well, how, how do I become the galloping ghost arcade player of the year? I mean, it's, I, it's, I guess I should at least go once. Yeah, you know? So you can answer that question with maybe a little bit of truth. It's, it's getting harder and harder to pick it. Like the first few years, like there were a few completely standout players um, that were, uh, our regulars are here six days a week usually. Um, Damn. It, they're, they're very competitive and uh, they just love learning new games. And it's really been what's driven us to get and find new games and uh, keep adding stuff to the floor is just that there's so many amazing players that keep drawing in more amazing players and it's uh, it really has perpetuated itself and now so many players are aware of the award that uh, like our number of yearly members and lifetime members have really increased just because they're there's a lot of them that really want to win it so that is awesome. I mean, that uh, their competitiveness in a different, you know, the reason most of us are together here at Twin Galaxies is, you know, because of a high score. But you're continuing on a social, you know, a close individual level. And I, I'm kind of hoping there's a new place over here in Michigan called The Arcade. That pretty simple. I wonder <laughs> what they have and there. They got over 70 games. They do pinball tournaments, but I'd love for them to do something like that. But that's great that you're doing that. And it's it's so awesome just to watch from Facebook even just to see all the stuff going on and and and, I've, and, and meeting uh, all the some of your staff at uh Midwest Gaming Classic in the past three times I've been there. Uh, it's just I know I got to make a road trip there for sure. I got to stop making a road trip to Iowa. Sorry, Terry, but I just got to <laughs> I'm always driving fun. straight through. I'm always driving straight through, or I'm going to some weird airport <laughs> that's south. No one else Chicago. is there. There's no one else has been at, so I don't have to drive ten hours to freaking Iowa. <laughs> yeah, no, ten hours. You're being reasonable. That's if I'm just driving straight. Yeah, miles an hour. You know, but <laughs> I got to go to uh, the other one too. But Star Worlds. Oh I yeah. I haven't met Glenn and I haven't. Arcade yet either. That's true. Um, what else did I want to ask? I don't know. Real quick, Glenn? Doc, what's the Go official ahead. floor count right now? Uh, we are at 418 tonight. Nice. Um, that will be changing. We have probably at least, I'm shooting for three new games tomorrow. So, wow. Hopefully, we'll have a. Uh, um, Pro Gear, which was a Capcom shooter, uh, really rare. Uh, Death Race, the uh, 1977 Exidy, and uh, 1989 Atari's uh, Badlands. Oh, so. oh, nice. What is the oldest game you have, and what's the newest game you have? Uh, currently, the oldest is uh, we have an Electromechanical uh, 1970 Sea Devil. Um, which is our oldest. Uh, and then the newest. Nice. Um, we have King of Fighters 13, uh, which came out, I think, in 2012, I want to say. Wow, that's awesome. So literally spanning 40 plus years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we try <laughs> to, like, again, it's, it's uh, we've been buying so much from Japan lately. There's, uh, we're trying to get, like, we just picked up, uh, Tetsunoko versus Capcom. 
Um, and we're we're just always trying to add any like it's it's we're not trying to just stay within a certain age range. Like we try to have everything. That's 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 cool too. Because I I mean, nothing. I love the classic games, but a lot of these new arcades that come up. Um, I mean, my arcade experience is the late. Late eighties, early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah, I mean, those are my favorite. For example, games. I'm, I'm on uh, our arcade right now. If you guys want to see a list of their games, a pretty accurate list, uh, maybe not up to the date, up to the minute uh, information, but uh, over 400 games are listed on our arcade right now, and you can look for your favorite game. Um, so uh, what I'm looking for right now, you know, me and Nick go there. Maybe we'll set the <laughs> Captain America and the Avengers world. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we beat the hell out of Mercs last week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only 50 quarters. Twice. <laughs> what would you say some of your rarest games are? Oh, geez. We've got uh, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Prim- uh, Primal Rage 2 is easily our rarest. Yeah. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, what about, what about oh, Galloping but- Ghost Pong? <laughs> that was a custom made it's in an original pawn cabinet um a school made it for us it's a custom board and the logo, awesome. uh it's it's pong uh when it it starts up the word pong in the o is a uh galloping ghost logo just oh, made nice. pixels and nice. stuff and it was thing that they made as a uh, class project to donate to us and uh it was super generous of them to do that, and uh, it's like it's it's a it's really cool, really unique looking too. So that's awesome. What's your favorite game, man? Oh, that's that's a that's a hard one. It's whatever I'm playing at any given moment. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, awesome. that's the best. That's the best way to get. Yeah, Rampage is my favorite game right now. <laughs> Rampage. We have. Uh, we we're actually doing a. Uh, Brian Colin, who is the uh, creator of Rampage, is coming out here on the twentieth of this month. And oh, sweet. Uh, he's he's local, so he's in here all the time. It's it's like we ex- uh, to a lot of the industry people. We extend like they can come and go as they please. Like the people that have created these great games. So it's guys like Brian Colin, and uh, we just had George Petro was out here who did a ton of games and Larry DeMar and uh, it's, it's such a interesting element to have uh, the developers just here and you talk to them about how they made Rampage and stuff and it's just amazing hearing all the inside stories on all these games that uh, we've, I've played them my whole life so and you have a great passion too uh, let's uh, real quick before we kind of go to our subjects um what is, uh, I've played it at MGC. What is the game that you are working? Is that you're working on, or is it your? You have people at your shop working on. I'm not quite yeah, familiar. I'm not, I don't. You explain that for everybody a little bit. Yeah. Uh, initially, uh, my my main company is Galloping Ghost Productions, and uh, we've been around since '94. Um, we're currently working on a game called Dark Presence that is uh, going to be released. It'll have a full worldwide arcade release. Um, we're trying to do a lot of things that make it very advantageous uh, and uh, worth it for arcades to purchase it. Like as opposed, like the new fighting games that come out on console, like the arcade versions get killed as soon as the console version comes out. And we've really designed this game specifically <laughs> for arcade. 
Um, That's but, cool. No, no one's doing that. And you're in it, right? Um, I, I do play a couple of characters. I did all the fight choreography for the game, so. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I love seeing the little demo you always have. It's like so awesome. <laughs> That's it's, him. He's right we're, there. We're He's in the game. Sixty hundred. Our countdown clock is at one hundred and sixty-seven <laughs> days before we launch. So it's it's tough between making sure everything's running at the arcade and putting up new games and running events and getting the game done. So Doc is a very busy man. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's oh. fun, though. Sorry, it's sorry, fun. guys, I'm laughing. Me and Nigger are fighting each other on Rampage. We're not playing the game cooperatively. We're playing Deathmatch. And if you you really think if, if this was happening in real life, you'd be like, oh, finally, they're fighting each other. Like, good, they're not fighting us anymore. Like, <laughs> and then one, one of us dies. We're yeah, they're like, oh, no, one of oh, them yeah. died? That sucked. <laughs> Sorry, we just totally derailed the conversation. But. <laughs> We've played this forever. Oh, it's been forever, man. Okay, cool. Well, it sounds like it's gonna be a great event. Uh, Walter will be there in the. I'm assuming he's gonna be wearing the same ref shirt. I mean, I hope he washes that thing. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I assume he's probably only got one of them, so. Yeah. I actually, no, I'm pretty sure. No, I, I would imagine he has Every like 47 of them. It's like, oh, it's getting a little more worn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great question. How many? I wonder if he had. I hope he has more than one. He had more than one back back in the day. Back in the Walter day? When, when, when he had all the referees wear the same thing, too. The same shirt they'd have yeah. to like trade off and wear. No, no, it's oh, not the okay. same. You know, all the referees for Twin Galaxies back in the early 2000s all had their own ref shirt at live events. Ah. And I'm assuming he had a different shirt. But I think since he stopped actively yeah. keeping, I think he just has one shirt. I guess that's the subject we call Walter on one week. Yeah, we'll have to when ask we're not that. doing Echo the Dolphin commentary. Yeah, which is very <laughs> rare that we're not doing it. Well, uh, it sounds great. Uh, if you guys check out the website, gallopingghost.com. Just making sure. That that one works. There's gallopingghost.com, gallopingghostarcade.com. Galloping and, of course, you can check them out on Facebook as well. Um, it's one of the great arcades that I have not been to, so I can't. I mean, I know it's great. I've seen videos. Uh, what's the Twitch page you guys have? You guys are streaming quite a bit, too. Yeah, it's uh, twitch.tv uh, slash Galloping Ghost Arcade. See, keeps it simple. Yeah, that's just, less just like use Galloping Ghost. Everything. <laughs> Most some people have a little GG something else. Yeah, I can't remember that. I know I don't. Is there a burger time there? Yes. Yes. Oh, zookeeper! That's the people at the oh, studio are yeah. asking. Do you have a zookeeper? We have it. I don't have it on the floor yet. Ah, okay. Uh, possibly within the next couple of weeks. Ah. That's Glenn's favorite. Jace Hall might like that. <laughs> yeah, he might come out then. Hey, Glenn, you're pretty. You're going to get the world record on that, right, Glenn? On Zookeeper? Yeah. Not, not anytime soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were kicking butt last week, man. Or two weeks ago, I mean, sorry. Yeah, I get a couple lucky games every now and then. <laughs> yeah, we were taken aback by how great that game was. 
I feel like I've wasted the majority of my life not playing Zookeeper. Yeah. Well, I'm playing other games. Yeah, I mean, like, just playing Rampage. Like, playing what the Super hell? Mario Brothers, just playing Nintendo. It's like, why Why didn't Zookeeper come out for NES? I know. I, or maybe it did, and I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but it did. But no, I have no idea if it did. It, I guess we could have just, you know, bought the game when we were little. Um, I actually got one more question, actually, for Doc. More questions keep popping in my head, and we're never going to get to our two subjects we wanted to talk about so bad last week. Um, what has been... In your mind, in your opinion, what has been the most exciting world record that was set at your arcade? Good question. Wow. Um, I, mean, I know it's tough, and I'm putting you on the spot, but... Uh, obviously, the Splatterhouse record going back and forth has been amazing to watch that. Um, the, the first world record uh, set uh, here was uh, Haley's Comet, um, which was like amazing to watch. Uh, just because it, it was Matt Rocco took it. Uh, it was our first score. There's There's been so many. Like recently, uh, Chris Teeter set a new world record in Jackal, which uh, the score had stood since 1986. And uh, oh, wow. to see that one come down, it was it was awesome. It's 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 honestly, though, it's like I think in the last week we've had uh, four or five verified world records. Uh, set so it's 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 a constant thing it's it's difficult to pick just one okay it's okay i got gotcha. you <laughs> i got gotcha. you it could have it could, it could make them decide it's okay it's okay it's a good answer you're you're oh you're you should be like you're, he's accepting your answer that's <laughs> wow great that's really nice of you mike <laughs> no what is the most yeah. no nope, not acceptable <laughs> Same question. <laughs> Glenn's pretty quiet this week because he had to talk all last week. Yeah. Yeah, my, my voice is hoarse from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what well, you I'm don't know what there's we back. all rest our we all rest our voice all week long. We don't talk at all. We save it all for the show. So <laughs> which is not easy, I mean. Especially Mike. I mean, Mike's a DJ. I mean, yeah. he's the worst DJ ever because he just he doesn't talk. So. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yep. Give me my six hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't even know what DJs would make like at a wedding or anything. Like There's that. more than that. Oh, do they? Yeah, they make more than us videographers. Hell yeah, they do. Oh, God. You know, I know some of the local um, DJs here in town that DJ at the bars, and they only get like a hundred, hundred and a half a night. Plus, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, th that's that's true. I meant like for like a wedding or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, you guys, if you guys <laughs> want to stick around, please do. Especially if anybody else wants to jump in the chat, please join us. Especially, maybe we'll get a little controversial here. Um, kind of, we want to talk about this last week, but. I, me and Nick couldn't join because of the weather. Um, and this has been a subject on the Twin Galaxies website since Twin Galaxies is retooling and getting ready for a new era to accept score submissions and try. And I like to say try to be the world record keeper for all video games. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Because I, mean, I have different opinions about that, and we've we've expressed them on this show before. Um, actually, when we started this show, Settle It on the Screen, we viewed our... You know who is a who gets to keep who is the actual person who gets to keep the world record? Well, really, it's the person who's the gamer, but 
who is the person who kept track of it. And Twin Galaxies did a great job for such a long time. And then, you know, we, we all want the history to remain the same, but maybe we should pass the, the, the baton on to a few others. Uh, I'll kind of, I'll bring that up in a little bit. But uh, one of the topics is, since we'll be accepting submissions here, and this comes to the arcade world, um, in a way, um, MAME. Uh, there's in the past, Twin Galaxies accepted submissions from a specific software version of Wolf MAME 1.06. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that's correct. Or 0 0.106, um, and that was always the standard for a world record on MAME. Um, should I guess the question is should the new era of Twin Galaxies accept a different version? What do you think, Ben? Well, I I heard some talk about maybe there's a company that's supposed to be coming out with uh, emulation, like a box, like a console type thing that can play Mame. That'd be awesome. And somewhat of the idea was everyone would would play Mame on on this console, and they'd be playing on the same controllers as everybody else. It'll be like a gamepad for for your uh, consoles and then like arcade joystick and buttons for your your uh, arcade games so that way everybody's playing on the same joysticks the same and it'll be like locked so you can't cheat but I'm sure that people will find ways to mod that stuff <laughs> as always as so always then, so people still need video cameras to show everything hooked up correctly right I would, well, that's another thing, though, is, like, main records on most websites are direct capture. Yeah. If the, I think, like, every website, to be honest. And, and, and this is where, this is where I'm going to be devil's advocate and kind of, I mean, I love MAME. I mean, I think like right now we're playing it on a Dreamcast. That's how we're brought, that's how we broadcast <laughs> all our arcade games. Um it's cool because we get to play all these games, but then there's a there's a legal part about this. I mean, technically, right now, because <laughs> isn't me and Nick are breaking the law. Yeah. We don't own a um, we don't own a PCB, or we didn't purchase a copy of the ROMs. Because you can do that. You can you can purchase uh, like Capcom. I know you can purchase the you know digital copy copies of the ROM, and uh -huh. you're playing Mame. Uh, legally at that point, but then it, it it's it's a legal issue in a way, you know, and that's why I always jump to well if you want to get a world record if, if you're gonna go for it you know you go to you go to the arcade for the game you go to Galloping Ghosts Arcade and they have 400 of the game so if you're really wanting to do it you can practice on name but yeah just go do the arcade. Yeah, if you're passionate enough about that score, you're going to go out to an arcade or find a machine to break and that's what, And that's what kind of just irks me a little bit about Twin Galaxies even tracking me. Because it's like, I, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, but why, why are we wasting our time? <laughs> I, I mean... I know that sounds ridiculous. There is another website out there that does a great job of it already and has been doing it for years and years and years. Um, but, like I said, is there really a need for it? And especially if we do it this the way you suggested, if we make a new, if there's a new console that everybody has to use the same, it's just another video game system. 
in my opinion. That's like having an Atari flashback that plays all these old Atari games, and that's going to be, well, somebody gets a new world record on Centipede for the Atari flashback. We're just going to open a can of worms of all these extra systems and extra, you know, recreations. Centipedes, maybe? Yeah, or the, the Sega, there's a Sega one out there, too, made by the same company that does the Atari flashbacks of, oh, who has the world record on Sonic the Hedgehog for the... I, I can't think of the name of the title right now, but it just seems like it's a huge can of worms to continue doing emulation work records. I mean, that's just me. What do you think? Anybody else? I'm totally for the MAME system idea. I think that's a cool idea. I mean, I think it it finally makes it, like, uniform, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I, I, I'm actually for it. Um I don't know if I'm for like that's the only way, but at the same time, like I kind of am for that because, like I said, it's uniform. Then everyone's playing the same thing. Everything's the same. So Galaxy's always trying to go for. And, so. and that's that's what? what the current issue brings up. If if the new administration of Twin Galaxies and accepts Mame, but it's not that software of one or is point one zero six, uh-huh. and they go to the new version of Mame. How can the records be comparable to the old scores? Well, maybe they're not. I mean, maybe you just start over. So you got MAME world records for Wolfman. <laughs> you can't really six, start six. over, though. Well, that's what, well, that's what, what Nick's saying. We're just going to have to have a new category. I almost feel like it's... You'd have to. So so the only way Twin Galaxies... So you're thinking... Well, this is kind of my opinion. The only way Twin Galaxies can keep tracking MAME is still using the original software that was the standard back then. Right? I guess. I guess. I mean... And I mean, I know I'm going to not be... I'm not going to have the same opinions, probably, because I don't have the same passion for that those these ideas yeah i don't have a problem with them starting over from scratch i don't yeah i feel like if you have the score on something in the old uh version of mame you're probably just going to get the same that you're going to go for the same high score and, you and know, probably version, get it yeah. you know because you're probably still the best in the game so um i don't know i feel like it it's hard it's, it's a tough thing i i think I on this. No, go ahead. <laughs> no reason. At, at the arcade, MAME is like, it, it's a, it, it brings up a huge point and it's really had us look at high scores in a lot of different ways. Um, you look at how a lot of the scores were set back in the day and it was a guy who walked into an arcade and he put a quarter in and he had to learn the game under in an arcade under very different settings. And even now, it's like, here, you can come out and you pay 15 bucks to get in. You can grind out on a game, and you can learn games very differently than it was back in the day. And it's it's almost to the point where it, it's, it's less about scores and more to us. It's like there's a lot of learning um, and seeing how you obtain the scores. Like, people watch videos, people... Uh, play mame they do save states they they grind out the hard parts but like to walk in and play a game like they did back in the 80s it's it's a very different completely different thing um, no it is and it's now video games are more like scientific scientific method where i mean you just is trial and error trial and error before it was actually a, a 
the main reason it was a monetary thing. Absolutely. You, you didn't have a, you didn't have the money to go drop a hundred dollars to master a game, or most people didn't. But I mean, yeah. that that can of worms has been open for what. 10, 10 15 years. years now so i mean that's what i mean i understand i totally understand the backside of this and the old the old scores and all that stuff but at the same time it's like that that day's over with that that sure. era of gaming's done unfortunately and it's never going to go back it can't go back yeah. so i don't know i feel like you almost have to just go you know what we understand that was the classic mode but because of this, the this, this, and that technology. Yeah, technology's taken over, and well, we just you know those old scores. They're still up there, and people can be like, "Oh, I still had that score," but you know, like it's just shut off. You can't. I almost feel like maybe grandfather. Yeah, like I really do. Another subject. I really do. Oh, feel like the other subject. Well, that's a good segue into the other subject too. <laughs> I think we kind of went over that. Uh, we got, we'll read a few. Uh, read a few comments here. Um, where is it? Thanks from Phil. Uh, submit your emu scores to MARP or uh, Retro Uprising. Submit your much prejudiced actual hardware scores to Twin Galaxies. End of story. That's kind of how I feel. And and I think Twin Galaxies needs to accept that and stop maybe wasting their time with that too. Kind of, you know, like uh, speed runs. Uh, we we do want to announce a world record here for uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh, sweet! Um, and the guys at Speed Demos Archive, they do the best job of speed runs. And I guys, I don't think that Twin Galaxies should even, you know, it's a refer them. Just like Guinness used to refer all video game world records to Twin Galaxies. Everybody should just go to Speed Demos Archive. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, just how it is, because uh, they have it down. Uh, congratulations to Zach Allard. Uh, new world record on Mike Tyson's punch-out for the NES, 14 minutes and 36 seconds. Incredibly. That's very uh, impressive. From what we've seen on the net, that it is a very perfect or almost perfect uh, run as people use tool assisted tools in the past to get the, the fastest speed run and this is the official somebody actually doing it a human not a computer um, and it's within frames of or it is exactly uh, the he, he, he was the first human to do a perfect Mike Tyson round so there can't be any more frames basically no. Cut he got all 22 uh, punches frame perfect that's for emulation trained him, which is awesome. But he still did it on the regular NES, of course. That's so awesome. Hey, it's cool. I mean, and that's another one of those things. Yeah. Without the computer doing it first, he would have never realized it. But whatever, you know, he learned from it. So yeah. I kind of wrecked your segue, didn't I? No. Okay. It's still there. <laughs> it's still there. It. It's hanging there. It's hanging there. We just haven't pulled it back down. Let's use that segue well, now, actually, Mike. I can go back. I'm still reading more comments. Dang, right. man. What do we do when original arcade machines are all dead? Well, last time I checked, Doc's doing a great job of keeping them all running. So, <laughs> 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 
That's one of those things is we'll 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 deal with it when we're there. Yeah. <laughs> I just say those stores are it. No, no, I no, I agree, but I mean it's, it's like, one of the we know eventually, obviously that day is gonna come. Yeah, I mean that's like when baseball world records change because there's more games. Yeah, and there's like different that. things. You know, there's, there's asterisks. There's, there's asterisks. <laughs> Unfortunately. You know what? You know. This is the world record on uh, looping because there's no more looping machines because mm-hmm. Andrew Laidlaw yeah, destroyed Laidlaw them all. Killed them all. Actually, do you have a looping machine, Doc? Or did you uh, destroy it now. too? No. Okay. Oh man, looping's so awesome. I, I see. I don't know of a looping machine anywhere. I mean, if I search the correct database, but Andrew, I swear to God, Andrew Laidlaw, Galaga world record holder. I mean, he's the one to blame. He destroyed like 25 of them in a month. <laughs> It was ridiculous. <laughs> Not throwing him under the bus. <laughs> he destroyed one. The PB still might the it still might be there, but <laughs> no, he burned it. He killed it. We saw him. Yeah. I'm just looking through a few more comments. Okay, we can go to get grandfathering. I, I'm good. I'm I, good. The, the segue's gone. We can't use yeah, it. Yeah, we can't use it anymore. Yeah. Dead air. Dead air. Yep. Dead air. <laughs> no kidding. Segway. Well, the other, the other, the other topic for the night was: Should scores be grandfathered in? Yes. Get, can Doc, you give an, you're a good oh. one to answer this one too, Doc. Is there any arcade games in your arcade that you won't accept scores on? No, we we take scores on everything. Um, it's uh, it's such one of the main things here. Like that's what everybody wants to do here is go after scores and. Um, like I know, uh, I think Contra was one that, uh, they weren't accepting scores on anymore. And it's, it's, we take scores on everything. I like that. Yeah. No, so do I. That's cool. Why, why weren't we accepting or why wasn't accepting scores on Contra? I'm working on it. I'm trying to find out. Um, I think it, it comes down to just a padding area. Um, so it's, it, 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 they just didn't want to turn it into a marathon of sitting in one spot padding. Okay. Exactly. Actually, no, uh, on Contra, I believe it was, um, X score. Yeah. I think it was close to the max score without padding. So there was, I guess, a, I, guess I don't have a problem with that Hang on, I'm looking up. I'm for that right specific now. reason. Well, you can always just disqualify a run if they use, like, excessive padding or something like that. That's always the big problem is, like, how, how do you define what excessive padding is? Like, if it's, if it's just enough to break the score and you then move on, like, games like, um, uh, like NARC, for example, where you can, you can go back and, like, you're not making forward progress... Or Ghosts and Goblins for was would be a great example. Like if you're sitting around padding, at what point is it? Oh, I'm doing this to make my forward progress safe versus I'm padding. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone just Ghosts and Goblins is impossible. How do you just how do you get to the point where you're just padding and Ghosts and Goblins? That's amazing to me. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Because they're good gamers. No, I know that. 
Was it Ghost? A very long time ago. <laughs> oh, this is way when before we, we did to, this when show. We, when we did the twin. No, it was. Oh, it wasn't. No, this was before. I, it, well, back in the wasn't day. It? Uh, well, it was. We were paying attention to what we was before we were doing that. Yeah, we, we got. Uh, I was involved with Twin Galaxies and doing world records, and the reason we got into doing the Twin Galaxies podcast. I know we're kind of going off the subject real quick, but I gotta tell a story. <laughs> um, we were announcing <laughs> world records on our podcast called Detroit Grouty Radio because I was getting into world records and I was putting some scores up and so that's what we got on the subject and there was a new world record for ghosts and goblins on the nes <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember his name and nick just Liar. totally is like that's such that's such lie there's no way anybody can get a score like that and just totally took the guy's name and just added every ex- expletive <laughs> you could imagine and s word you could possibly <laughs> and then of course it was happened? daniel something yeah. i can't remember what it was i know what i called him but i'm not gonna say yeah. it on this show we're but. saying all that stuff about all these gamers we never met and <laughs> on our own podcast and then and two then months then- <laughs> later walter day goes hey michael i've watched i watch your broadcast you guys want to do a podcast for twin galaxies i'm like yeah we only just defate, <laughs> we just I'm like really from from the shows you watched of us doing that's what got us the show like all we did is we were not very com- me specifically not I very will nice admit to other people who got high scores like no. that's bullshit constantly cheating <laughs> you. you know like kind of <laughs> to be fair though we trashed everyone on this show. Yeah, no one was everyone. safe Maybe it didn't really no, nothing to do like, well we yeah. still trash everybody yeah exactly we're we're equal opportunity right, trash sorry about so. that we went all tangent there because <laughs> talk about both it was Daniel something from somewhere I, in like Virginia? Well, I, I know his last name. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, you called him Daniel Dick. Yeah, no, I, that's what I mean. I know what I called him, but I don't yeah. know his real last name. Well, of course, but... we could probably find it on the database. Well, you said you know his. Oh, you know yeah, the last name I gave him. Yeah, okay, see what you mean. So for like games that have infinite loops of enemies, where you can just sit there and get points over and over, would it be fair to like? have like a universal time limit on that type of stuff i think so where yeah, you only was... could do that for like a minute or two and then you'd have to move on i just i think maybe i know that gets it tough. It tough to in no i mean when i totally get what you're saying because um in our own video game championship we stopped that years ago we made that illegal. I mean, it was not like something you could do. If we, especially if it was just going by high score, you were not allowed to do that. Yeah. And what we did is we would put kind of like a time limit on how long you could play and stuff like that. Not you, just like you a, couldn't leech forever. It was impossible. You, you, you know, you had a certain amount of time you could. Leeching play. was useless. Yeah, because it didn't matter. You only have so much time to get points. Yeah, and that's where Twin Galaxies in the past um, on consoles on some of these games for for example on atari and there's actually a few on intellivision just because that's what i kind of participate in some people they made some records that had leeching available and obviously people did leech for those scores then they're not taken down because the score is put up it was a world record it would be it would be unfair to go back and remove somebody's world record because you know nobody made the rule you couldn't do that you know, you can't take away somebody's score five years after. No, definitely. But what they would do is they'd make new variations, 15-minute rule. Who can get the most points in 15 minutes or something like that? Yep. Which I think is kind of cool. No, but, I like that. But there's so, there's so much when it comes to making what is the true rules, what are the best rules. You know, it's kind of – it's really tough. I mean, a lot of people – 
kind of blame all the old refs, but they had a tough job of determining these rules. And a lot of them were experts, but they weren't an expert on every game. And everybody wanted, everybody wanted rules to play. You know, they wanted to get the world record. So they're like, what's the rules? Okay. And they just set them up right away. They might not have been the best rules because somebody came along and they found out all the tricks because they, they played the game the most or they got maimed, you know, they figured it out. So, you know, you can't blame everybody for that kind of the old crew for that. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, like, you know, would you disqualify someone while they were doing it? Like, that gets into an unfortunate thing where it's like when you do stuff like that, it just causes bad blood when you do. Yeah, that's why it's like you can't I don't mid run doing stuff like that or someone just played something. I don't think you got to do it later. Like, I don't know. It's I think that's a tough position to put yourself in because mm-hmm. you don't want people looking at you like that. Like, oh, grill, I played this game and got the record, but you're disqualifying it because of this rule you didn't tell me about prior to or, it. So. Or you, you, because I did such an awesome job. Exactly. You're going to use that as an illegal trick after the fact. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like that. No. That's I don't That's good to. Well, let's go over if- some of the games that are grandfathered in the score on the database and the reasons why they're grandfathered. Because some games yep. that are grandfathered I don't believe should be. Okay. One of do, this. do it. With, with One share of, opinions. And if you have your opinion, please sign in. We have TG Live 5 through 8 open. We want to hear, you know, this this is a sh- And one of the one of the games that's grandfathered in is Back to the Future because I do believe it was Andrew that found out that there's a Andrew. checkpoint in the game that if you die, it'll set you back, and then you can collect the one up and continue to get points. Die, it'll set you back, and then you just keep repeating getting that one up and killing yourself off. So they grandfathered the game in and made it so nobody could compete. Why not just ban that maneuver? If somebody does that like two or three times, just say, okay, your run's done from that point. Because you did well. I the, the way this is this is how I would have approached it. I mean, I was had referee for what twenty five tw- minutes, twenty three days or yeah. something before I <laughs> said no way. Sorry, you guys aren't. <laughs> I have no authority anyway, so why am I even going to do it? Um, but I mean, my whole thing was that. Well, that's a marathon in my opinion. Don't you, if you if you do that right, would that make sense? Doc, would you would you consider that like a marathon type of score? Yeah, it, if you kept killing it, yourself it, and come back? Yeah, it, it turns it into something different. Like uh, again, like we go by if there's existing rules, like we we try to follow them. What what TG has in place, and then what Arcade has. Um, but uh, the we add our own rules that are they make sense for the game. Like it's um, it, it's such a game to game basis it's like it really depends on what you're going for on on each particular game like if it's a mm-hmm. you want to play like that i guess there could be a score for doing that but it's, it it should probably be tracked differently and that's how i would my, my approach would be well since it, especially if there is a score if there's not a score up or there's not, you know, or there's not competition with it. I guess you could close it down. I wouldn't close it 
down. I would still allow people to come back and do the same trick that maybe the first place has. They just might do it longer. Then it's, if they're doing a leeching type of thing like that, consider it a marathon type score. And then go ahead and make a new setting. Like, I really like doing this with all video games. Um, for example, in that Back to the Future game, you say you keep getting a new uh, free life, correct? Yeah. One life only. Yeah, Either absolutely. Fast, you know, most points you can get on one life, so then you're not going to kill yourself because you're just... Is there a time limit on that one, though? Well, obviously, you have to kill yourself to keep it, getting the points, There right? is. There is a time, kind of a time. It's like an invisible time limit. Because oh, okay. in that well, game, that's... your guy keeps constantly moving, kind of like a shoot 'em up game. And then there's a the, I think it's like the pie level or something like that, which you have to dodge so many things. And then it has the guitar playing segment, which you have to catch so many notes. So it is kind of like there's an ending, and there is kind of like a time limit. It's just kind of like an invisible, invisible yeah. one. So just make one, you know, one. Uh... You know, one life only. You know, a separate world record. I mean, we have those on games, and people accept them. You know, I, I well, always, if you, I always, I if you're just like gonna, yeah, like Galaga, five man, and then twenty six man ships, because Galaga does eventually stop giving you free lives after I believe one million points. So you do still run out of lives. So technically, it still is the same game as five lives. I think they just made a five live one just so. We don't have to watch 16 hours of Galaga, you know, but but that one, they could have kept that old marathon because there was a limit on lives. That, that, brings, that, that brings up another good game that, like, with that's the same perfect. ordeal that's tracked differently, and that's Castlevania. And Twin Galaxies only has the five-man track, but you can only get up, I think, 23 lives if you do points. If you sit there and leech points, you can only get up to 23 lives before the, the game maxes out your lives. Well, after you roll the score over, you don't get any more lives. And I asked somebody years and years ago, why isn't there a marathon tracking to track all 23 lives? And they said, oh, it's because of the point leeching. Well, there's only a set number of lives, so you can only, you only leech, can leech so, so far. far. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's... Uh, and we're not going to mention his name, but somebody did that this past year in January who uh, he broke. He pushed the game further than anybody else has and discovered that there is a cap on lives. And he, he was leeching points, leeching points. But it's a game that is grandfathered that no longer accepts. So hopefully and maybe with this community type of thing we still haven't seen unveiled, maybe rules can not just submissions can be verified by the community maybe the community can participate in a type of you know voting type of thing is is, is that kind of how you guys do it at galloping ghosts a little bit or it's kind of more a collective thing like oh we shouldn't be doing this yeah there's there's definitely input in from the gamers um most of them as a general rule, they're not trying to leech points. They just try to get as far as possible. And um, they're, if there's an issue, then, like, we add it in as a rule. But it, it's kind of a progressive thing. Like, everybody's, like, leeching is not really the, the big issue. Unless, like, an existing score 
did something to, uh, like it has to be done to obtain the score. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's how I feel. Any other, anything else? Any other scores that we can think of real quick? Glenn? That are grandfathered in? Yeah, that would maybe a little bit different scenario. I mean, I brought up another one, but I know there's one more and I can't think of it right now. Nick, your call, your attempt, your attempt's gone. You push pause. No, I've, well, no I've paused like seven times. Oh, okay. Like, that, that's a, that's a low number. Right for, oh, yeah, I, st I still am. I'm taking this the 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 leisurely world record of rampage. <laughs> <laughs> leisurely, it's how long can you take you to beat the game on a thousand quarters? I promise not to go over a thousand. So, it's <laughs> pointless. Why are we talking about this? Because ramp because we're playing rampage, Elliot. No, I know that's true. I am playing this. I think it's, again, with the community thing, I think it's one of those things that majority will rule on stuff like this, and I also think it'll, like, self-govern itself. All this stuff is, like, in theory mode because it, it's not set up. So I think a year into uh, the assumed community that will come of this scoring, we'll know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really think... We can talk about it all we want, but I think we'll eventually know. Yeah. And some of it's probably not going to be stuff that maybe we personally like. But yeah. if that's what makes it, then that's just what's going to it's going to yeah. be. So yeah. um, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, really, you're not you can't always get what you want. And sometimes it's just better for it's better for everybody. Else. Better and for that, everyone that's else. What some people have to understand. Yeah. Some people. And don't get mad. Don't quit the community and stuff like that seriously where it's like it's the one thing that drives me crazy it's yeah, like nothing like it, a, adults acting yeah, like children just, just you know? because the nhl makes the worst rule changes in the world doesn't mean the people stop playing hockey no it's you i know, i mean i still watch the nhl even though the shootout's the stupidest thing that's ever happened in the history of sports but whatever still enjoy watching hockey yeah i still i just turn it off after the sh you know yeah. after the overtime's yep. done so um, <laughs> then we'll never stop bitching about it. But no, you uh, won't. <laughs> it's been a decade. But uh, it's just one of those things that I don't know. I think I think it'll be all right. I th I'll eventually, sure, there'll probably. I think the grandfather thing will be true for certain games, it, whether or not you like it or not. But um, I don't, I don't think I feel any game should be grandfathered in, though. That's just my opinion. I think yeah, you should. Is, be able no, to I mean, that's fine. Compete that's on fine. every single game. Yep. Open maybe uh, the new tw tw the new era of Twin Galaxies will just open it all up. I I, I agree with that too. Because if, if somebody a question, who who is um, the person responsible for making that decision? Well, see, that's I, where it gets kind of sketchy too. Phil just pointed out a uh, score uh, card works for the. Car Wars for the TI-99. The world record was grandfathered, and the player doesn't even leave the first track. Really? But the refs, I guess, back in the day were in some of that decision-making process. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Oh, we know they are. Oh, even just a few years ago. Which is crazy, because if you look at some of the ref scores that were making decisions, they also have grandfathered scores in. 
that they're number one. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully with the new Twin Galaxies that will be opened up at some point, if 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 needed on certain games. You know, if somebody's cough, not going to cough, load runner, cough. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we, only, we only have a few minutes here, I guess. Um, so I just kind of want to do a little program note. We will not be on next week. I know you all stay home on Friday nights and don't go to Galloping Ghost Arcade on Friday because of our show. Because of which our we show. apologize for. So it's a good reason to take a road trip to Galloping Ghost Arcades next weekend um, and play some arcade games there because we will not be on. Uh, Twin Galaxies Live is getting prepared for some event that I don't even know about, but we won't be here next week. And actually, me and Nick won't be here September 26th again. The power is going to be out. Yep. Um, we already but, know. But Glenn is going to have Robbie Lakeman on. Um, the uh, Donkey Kong world record holder, um, new champion. That will be uh, September 26th. Who's on October 3rd? Ethan Daniels. Ethan Daniels will be our guest on that day. October 10th, um, we have a tentative possible the Intellivisionaries. They are a podcast crew that just talk about Intellivision. Uh, we got to start talking about some consoles on here. I want to talk about some Intellivision. Exactly. Oh, play some. There's a new Intellivision flashback. 60 of the 125 released games. It's going to be sweet. And then on October 17th, the events where we kind of talked about early in the show, Glenn will be broadcasting from Galloping Ghost Arcade sweet. at the event on Friday night. 1030 uh, Eastern. Can't wait. So, and we'll be here. Me and Nick will join from, or, or maybe I'll be there. I don't know. Maybe Nick will be over here by himself. Maybe I yeah, won't even be here. There might be just too many arcade games, and I might get sucked into it all and just not even broadcast. <laughs> just broadcast me playing in one game. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Just making my, my, my uh, trip all the way down the line of arcade games. I don't even think I could play that many games in one day. Yeah, no. that'd be crazy. Oh, yeah. try, at least, you, I mean, you could, but you wouldn't enjoy them all. You know, you couldn't have no. a game. Like, you could make a move. You know, I think somebody did a world record, played 12 video games or something in like less than 10 seconds. And that's not, that's yeah, not no, really. No, I like it's to like, get intimate with the games. <laughs> something Jimmy Fallon. It's worth, it's worth, uh, what do we call it? Record setter. No. I mean, it was who can play the most video games in like 10 seconds or 15. It's just you make one. It's not like it's it's not a world. It's record setter. I mean, come yeah, on. It's like uh, who can. I have the record for smashing 12 alarm clocks in nine seconds while eating a cheeseburger. You know, it's like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> they should grandfather that. They should. <laughs> But there are some really cool records on there. Like Doc has the most people playing arcade games at one time, and that is cool. Oh, it's yeah. like thirty-one, right? No, it's like over a hundred, isn't it, Doc? That's uh, one hundred and twenty-four. One hundred and twenty-four people playing. Yeah, yeah honest question. You have four hundred and twenty. You have about four hundred machines. What is the electric bill? Oh God, good question. That's the oh, best question yet. I'm, I'm it, trying to have a good weekend here. You bring up my electric bill. <laughs> oh, it's uh, pretty monstrous. <laughs> Is it one of your biggest expenses, I'm assuming? What's that? You, like your biggest expense? Uh, second owner? to rent only, yeah. It's rent and then Does electric. the power company, like, d 
I mean, are they like kind of pissed at you sometimes, or do they think oh, you're awesome? Other businesses. They, they like us. They like us. <laughs> <laughs> they probably send them Christmas gifts. Yeah. No kidding. Like, keep that arcade running, please. Yeah, you guys are going good. You want a few more games? We got some power supplies too that it doesn't make the game work, but you should use these. For sure. <laughs> yeah, just plug them in. We love the noise. Oh, you know, I know you I know you like the CRTs, you know, because I know a lot of people convert them, but we oh, yeah. like the CRTs, so we just start buying That's that's awesome actually. Sorry to interrupt, but you have four minutes and thirty seconds remaining. Four minutes and thirty seconds. Alright, thank you. How much? 30, 30 four seconds. minutes. Oh, four. Oh, minutes. four minutes. Okay. Oh, okay. See, Nick, I, that's why I didn't listen. No, you said it. thirty seconds. Like, well, I'm not panicking. My yet. hearing's usually awesome. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm starting a Kickstarter. Oh yeah. House Landers Health Fund. Yeah, that's a great aids. one. I do need hearing it <laughs> for the past ten years. It's gotten progressively worse. Hey, the doctors told me when I was a kid it was going to happen. We thought it was you wrong. just pretending not to, you know, choose not to listen. But That's after really the not. past 10 years, I know you can't hear. <laughs> it comes in handy sometimes. Oh, yeah. Depends on who I'm around. Oh. <laughs> so now, okay, so I got, all the, I got all the stuff out of the way. So we'll be back in two weeks, or Glenn will be back yeah, in two weeks. Yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Glenn will be back in one week. World record holder. Real quick, real quick. Going back to Icon, did you ever find this guy? <laughs> Ken Sweet. Did you ever find him? Mike looked him up. What's you the remember that, Mike? The guy Ken with the bow tie. Yeah, he's from New, uh, he's from, uh, New Hampshire. He's from the, uh, we call it, the this fun. This is Florida spot. on the card, Mike. Yeah, yeah but he's from Florida. That's where he could, That's his only score. His score was at Fun Spot. He's got four on this. Yeah, Mike. What the heck? Well, I said all his scores were done at what Fun Spot. What are they? I'm working what on it. Working. He's got the uh, Miss Pac. Oh, excuse me, Pac-Man World uh, 20th Anniversary for the PS. California Speed uh, oh, Arcade sweet. Willow Spring Track Speed Buggy Off Road on the arcade. Time Crisis Stage One Arcade. Is what's yeah, on the he card. Has quite, he has quite a bit of scores here. Yeah. I'll. I'll uh, I want that bow tie, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I want the glasses. You got to get him on the show. If anybody knows how to contact. There's just some trading cards that stand out, and that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Mike cannot stop laughing about it at, at Icon. You just, I remember, what is the deal with this guy? I gotta, I gotta look this guy up. <laughs> well, it was like, well, it's like, Two you know how they have, those, pa- Two they have those paintings where the eyes follow you? I swear to God, <laughs> eyes in that trading card. Oh, like the Mona Lisa. Exactly. They're constantly following me. I'm like, even in those glasses. I'm like, oh, man, Walter, why do you make these cards? Freak me out at night. That's why, right there, man. That's why I didn't buy a set. He's the puppet master. I just, I just got a mine and a few people. That's about it. <laughs> Scare me. So this is your fear. I, you know, I have a fear of drowning in Walter Day's trading cards. Just like you know, drowning like, like duck, in paper. Like, yeah, That's interesting. Paper. Like duck, you know, like in Ducktales, you know, like 
you have just a big pile of money. <laughs> Except for I paper. Thought, I, when really I watched DuckTales when I was younger, I'm like, they could make something. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hazard right there. I did. I actually thought, I'm like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how do they I'll tell you what. The- I'll tell you what my favorite uh, card of all time is, is Dan Wolf's. It's the one where he's where he got well, the picture yeah. taken with his, the picture with his cat. Hey, yeah, hey, that's that's funny you bring him up. Dan Wolf is actually going to be at Galloping Ghost next month on the seventeenth. I can't the, wait. Uh, it's going to be awesome. But he has my favorite one, my favorite card, by far. In so fact, he actually, he actually sent me a private message on Facebook. And he's Thirty just like, seconds fucking, remaining. Great show, guys. Thirty seconds. Thank you. Stoked that you know it was actually an, an event on a Friday night. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Everybody makes it out. Galloping Ghost, October 17th, $15. Yeah, cool. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, Jack, for joining us. Thanks, Terry. Join us again in two weeks. Glenn will be here by himself then. But um, thank you very much for watching. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time, and we'll sit here for 10 seconds.